0: Hey everybody welcome to another episode of the brown peach dish uh today on the podcast the first day of our new format kind of so we're trying to switch it up a little bit uh, we feel like the podcast is kind of hit a peak and uh we want to change things up so that's what we're doing um if you don't like it i'm sorry but we try to take the feedback we got from everybody and uh make it better so the podcast will be uh, between a half hour and forty five minutes. Now um, we're not going to go for hour uh, when it's just me and Brandon or a guest that we've had on several times, like Jimmy. Uh, we'll just do a catch up with the guests for you guys, and then uh, just talk and riff off of uh, the stuff that's going on in the world right now. So we'll do that. We won't do the comedy clips at the end. Um, won't focus too much on comedy i know we can nerd out about that sometimes and for non-comics it's not the greatest thing to listen to so uh we're gonna do this we're gonna have a youtube presence brandon's gonna be in charge of that Uh, so start looking for the episodes on youtube easier to share that way they'll still be available on all of your podcasting platforms Uh, we just wanted to try something different and if we have a comic that we haven't had on before that we have on we'll still do the traditional hour-long format that uh we started the show with we'll just split it into two episodes so it'll be part one one week and part two the next week um and sometimes we'll see if we can get some bigger comics on and we'll just do like a half hour interview with them um we're willing to mix things up a little bit from week to week if we have to keep it fresh Because we don't want to stop doing... We both love doing this podcast, so... um, We just have to make it... uh, More beneficial to us... And doing To do that, we have to... Get more listeners, it's pretty simple. And... um, I think this is the way to do that. Brandon thinks this is the way to do that. So, that's what we're going to go with. Hope you guys enjoy it. If you don't, I'm sorry. But... Uh you can still hear me and Brandon talk every week, so fucking be thankful for that, you little bastards. No, I don't know. Everybody have a great week. Love you guys listening every week. Um and uh we'll have some more guests on soon. Enjoy the episode. Man, I don't want to talk
1: to you. I don't even want to see you until I get my laptop back.
0: I agree. Dude, this this weekend was fucking fun.
1: This was a really fun weekend.
0: Had a blast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh house party at Jimmy's was a success. House show, house party, whatever you want to call it.
1: It was uh it was both. A house show and then a house party and it was actually a really good show. It was yeah. it was a lot of fun.
0: I uh I didn't do well, but I did well the show before that at Forest City, the one that counted. So that <laughs> was
1: um, the Forest City Brewery Show.
0: It was fun, man. They had like I don't know, it's probably like half full and that's like a huge room. So um it was it was fun. They did like sketch and they did a couple sketches, a couple stand ups, and then they uh, closed up the show with me with me today and Joe Briggs doing stand up. So. hell yeah. Yeah, it was. It was I uh,
1: I was out in Erie this weekend. That was pretty cool. always love going to Erie. I feel like I always have really good shows out there. You're uh, the
0: only person that loves going to Erie.
1: <laughs> i guess so man I mean, tom segura hates Erie, yeah. like, big time
0: uh i think they were somebody was just talking about it today i can't remember who it was that i was listening to maybe it was on we might be drunk i don't know but <laughs> i heard somebody talking about it today yeah you said those shows are good i just uh i don't think there's anything in Erie.
1: no God, no. (laughs) Usually the only other thing in Erie is other shows, and that's why I go. I'll just go and stay overnight and hit a couple shows. But uh, Dan Brady, I think he's moving to Cincinnati, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so he's not running shows out there anymore. Now it's just Anthony Morelli, but they are putting together a uh, comedy festival. Oh, That'll be pretty cool.
0: That's pretty bad.
1: A lot of venues that I really like, so that'll be fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um I don't know. I've I've just never I've never been there, so I can't talk that much shit on it. All I know is from people um who have been there other than you.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know, man. No, Maybe I'm just fortunate enough.
0: Possibly. I forget one my brother my brother Chris had to go there for for some like district manager training for some job he had. I remember he hated it. Uh Oh yeah, I mean,
1: don't get me wrong. Outside of comedy, there is nothing exciting in Erie.
2: <laughs>
1: I could cool. not think of another reason to be there. I mean, there's a couple like amusement parks that aren't as good as Cedar Point there. So uh if that's your your gig, I mean that'd yeah. be something fun to do. Yeah. But uh one of my favorite venues is that Erie movie house. And uh that's I mean, that's one of my favorite reasons to go to Erie.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I've never been out there. I'll have to talk to that Anthony Morella dude sometime. And, uh,
1: yeah. I think uh the flagship comedy festival submissions open midway through this month, so oh, that's definitely cool. gonna get that in early.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um what are you uh what are you doing this weekend coming up?
1: Well, we got the Oh
0: yeah Bill the Liberonki
1: show. Hosting for Bill Baronki at Giaga Theater on Friday. Yeah. Uh the Roast Battle. Uh Saturday. And then Monday I'm doing Frank's Place on Market with Bill right. Squire.
0: That's a good show, man. That's right. gonna be a lot of fun. Jack of all Daves. Uh <laughs>
1: the Field I,
0: idea machine. I love Dave. Oh dude, Dave.
1: I forgot to tell you. When I was in uh when I was at Black Monk Brewery in Erie, I did that joke about being a bad kid. And I asked the audiences as I normally do, like, you know, what, what they did as a kid. Like, what's the worst thing they ever did as a, as a kid? And uh, one kid or one guy had said that as a kid, he would, like, run away from his mom all the time. And yeah. then some other lady goes, that's nothing. I microwaved a cat one time. And, like, the, fuck? the whole place went silent. And I was like, you should be in jail, not at a brewery. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Craziest craziest answer i've ever gotten to that joke that is nuts i know i got no more context <laughs> after that she just microwaved a cat apparently what the fuck yeah i didn't want to really talk to her after that
0: <laughs> right yeah um what time is that roast battle on saturday
1: um nine i would assume
0: nine huh at least i think my trying to decide if i'd definitely go and do. uh Hilarities once is Oh, he's there on Thursday too. Never mind. I'll just go on Thursday. Uh, Dance Outers at Hilarities this weekend.
1: Oh, that'll be cool as hell.
0: Yeah, I'll probably go up there on Thursday at seven.
1: I'm really excited for this uh, roast battle. This roast battle is going to be the first one where.
0: Yeah, dude. Gotta I got to do two in a row. I got to get writing, dude. I started writing. uh I started. I was writing fucking regular jokes all day today. I couldn't think of a single roast joke, but I wrote two badass new bits that I can't wait to try out. So <laughs> Yeah.
1: Okay, that's always how it goes.
0: Yeah, I got one about how uh people people uh, are always hating on boomers, but uh I have a way that we can that we can make them more tolerable and uh and open to new ideas. <laughs> 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 it's a way I've seen work on my parents. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I, I already texted uh, Horning, told him I'd be out of Chud's tomorrow because I can't wait to try this shit out. Um,
1: I was kind of working one out about um, buying a house that there was, like, a murder in or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I saw that, like, uh, they were still managing to sell Jeffrey Dahmer's houses and stuff. One of my coworkers was like, would you actually buy that house? And I was like, yeah, I think I'd be fine. I don't think the ghosts are going to be mad at me and then one of my other coworkers said yeah but they'd be like like gay clubbing uh, ghosts like they you know what i mean like that's that's a certain energy level that those ghosts are going to have and then we proceeded to riff off of that and be like yeah you know, like you'd hear like loud disco music in the basement at night instead of like creepy orchestral music from like scary
0: movies and
1: <laughs> like all your clothes would end up color coordinated somehow and you'd be like god damn I'd- every week
0: yeah that is pretty funny um that's that's there's got to be something there too with the fact that like that's not the house that he did the murders in
1: right right
0: it's like that i think there's something that you could do with that too um (laughs) because that's that's always been funny to me that everybody talks about like i wouldn't buy that house jeffrey Dahmer lived in the house i'm like yeah he'd live there he didn't kill people there. You know, like it's, well, he, he
1: did murder some or what was it? He murdered the one guy at his grandmother's place in Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, I got to watch that documentary because I heard it was they, they talk about how. Uh, how the first like the first like things that, that got into his head was uh, tax during taxidermy with his dad. Like
1: Yeah, kind of. There's some stuff like that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like once he asked about taxidermy, you'd have been like, Oh, this kid's going to be fucked up. Yeah. He's not, what? Yeah. This ain't normal.
0: <laughs> uh, can you see me by the way? I have no idea. Yeah, I can see you. All right. Cause <laughs> I, I can't see myself with this, uh, shared screen up, but, uh, um, yeah,
1: you're, you're in presentation mode right now.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we got to talk about this. This is, uh, this is all we talked about at work today because my buddy uh that I work with, Jason, uh he's a professional fisherman. Um but he wasn't at this time. Tur- he doesn't fish walleye tournaments, so he wasn't at this tournament, but he said uh he's heard of these guys before. Like they're they were a big deal. Um this happened I think yesterday out on Lake Erie. Um I don't think it really tells you what happened. So these guys are professional fishermen that want, have won all these tournaments over the past two years, totaling up in like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so uh, they go to weigh their fish up, and and some of the other fishermen are like, like they they were like way over what everybody else had, and a bunch of the other fishermen were like, "What the fuck? I have more fish than that. What the fuck? What the fuck is that?" And so they started cutting the fish open, and they found uh, lead weights and and other fish fillets that they stuffed <laughs> down these fish throats. Uh, There's no way of
1: knowing for sure. That's just not how polluted Lake Erie's water is.
0: <laughs> that is true. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> listen to the fucking anger of this of these people, dude.
2: You, <iliary> you lost all these fucking years! You lost a pieces You of You You he needs to be prosecuted! Ma- call the, be cops. All the, all the cops. Call the cops. You fucking death, motherfucker. Call the fucking cops. That's 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 f- everybody, listen to me right now.
3: Everybody, listen to me right now. Wait,
2: Jake. I want you to leave. I don't want anybody to touch these guys. I want you to leave. He needs to go to jail. Call the cops.
0: Done
2: this Another figure, we Jason, we gotta file for I mean we all fucking. knew it.
3: What fucking. fuck? fucking. did fucking. all fucking.
0: it? they
1: did they all fucking. Every it all
0: fucking. <laughs> oh my god dude i love this shit this that's some of the funniest fucking audio it just reminded me of a south park episode
1: i want to record that uh, well i want to use that audio recording for other things i'm just going to use it as like a reaction to shit on yeah. tiktok or <laughs> yeah, something Yeah, for sure that was so you funny you fucking piece of shit you should be arrested call the police <laughs> right now <laughs> I are, just are they that. able to be a, it's a, it's a contest i mean I'm, I'm sure they're disqualified but i mean are they it's fraud i yeah, guess I there's know. money involved
0: i don't know if it's a crime um i mean you're mm-hmm. rigging you're rigging a contest for a lot of money so maybe it is considered fraud I'm yeah could be but, but i don't know god
1: damn those fishermen were mad
0: oh like, my god God. yeah like are you gonna arrest bill belichick for fucking winning the super bowl after deflating them balls Yeah, the gate fucking spy gate like no he got
1: fined i think didn't he well like you can't find the fishermen that doesn't work they don't
0: save money <laughs> yeah oh man yeah that shit is crazy though um
1: they were quite serious about that
0: oh my god hundreds of thousands of dollars dude and these well, are what like- they
1: do like you can't prove that they did that in all those contests. No, not they at more all. More than
0: likely did. Yeah, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they are not getting the money from this contest obviously. Um,
1: I mean they, they, something made them think that they could get away with it.
0: Yeah, they've probably done it a shit ton of times before. I
1: would think.
0: <laughs> um, it's just funny to me that this is up on Lake Erie and all you hear is like southern accents. <laughs> like, <laughs> Piece of ship They
1: only have those accents while yeah. they're fishing. That's their fishing persona. <laughs> yeah. It's like LARPing, but it's for fishermen.
0: <laughs> I love the dude. It's like, I fucking knew it. We all knew it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why? Why did he know it? <laughs> if so why didn't he tell somebody? <laughs> You'd think they wouldn't have got <laughs> away with it so many times <laughs> if he knew the whole time.
0: <laughs> she cracks me up, dude. I was like, my buddy, Mike. Uh was over watching football yesterday and he asked me if Jason was up at this thing. Cause he knows Jason too. Uh, he went to Jason with the falls. And, uh, I was like, I was like, I don't know, dude, I'll text him real quick. And I forgot to text him. but, but, uh, I was like, what are you talking about? And he showed me the video and I just died laughing.
1: I was hoping you were going to text him and he was just going to text you back saying they should be in fucking jail. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called the goddamn police.
0: <laughs> He's like, that was me. I
1: told you I knew it the whole time.
0: <laughs> oh, man. There's, uh, there is a serial, possible serial killer in California right now. This is from CBS Evening News. Right
2: now to a disturbing story out of Stockton, California. Police are on the lookout for a possible serial killer after multiple deadly shootings since July. CBS's Carter Evans has the details.
3: The crime scene where 54-year-old Lawrence Lopez Sr. was gunned down marks the latest in a string of murders that Stockton police now think are all related.
1: You could probably very well call
3: this a serial killing. Chief Stanley McFadden says all of the victims are men who were ambushed and shot, but not robbed. None of the murders were caught on surveillance cameras.
1: We have no evidence to tell us that it's one person, two or three.
3: Investigators release this grainy image, a person of interest, possibly the suspect or just a witness. The murders were all committed in dimly lit <laughs> areas. Minute, the victims man. between the ages of 21 21- This is the most This is the most
0: shoddy reporting I've ever heard. And I
1: have to like- say I have so many questions and not one of them involves the murders. Dude. Like not one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're like a possible serial killer and then the guy comes out and he's like He's like, we don't know if it's one, two, maybe three guys. And then- that's
1: that's singular. You <laughs> yeah. you put singular in the title, which is a big deal. And yeah, not only that, his eyes are bugging like three inches out of his skull, and he's smiling, telling the camera, "I think the chief is murdering people." If I had to take a wild stab at who it is, <laughs> yeah. I think that is a serial killing police chief.
0: And then it's and then the and then the dudes like. Uh, This could be a suspect or it could be a victim or it could be just a witness. We don't know. It's like,
1: right. Here's a picture of a person of interest. It's literally somebody in a winter jacket with a ski (laughs) hat on and it's their back and you can't see. You couldn't tell what race this person is.
0: Yeah, They might as well just said, here's someone who walked by the camera that we had set up.
1: Like Here's the, a shadowy figure from a <laughs> 2001 camera that we could we got a picture of. He may be involved. We don't fucking know. It might not even be a dude. <laughs> we couldn't tell you. This
0: is crazy, dude.
1: This is the weakest case I've ever seen.
0: And they're like all over the place. <laughs> not only that, <laughs> like, did you the, on, news, the,
1: the on. initial news anchor reporting on it. Did you see her eyebrows? <laughs> they were like drawn on, but like permanently mad. <laughs> Hold on. I was like, shit, after we arrest this serial killer, we need to lock up whoever put those eyebrows on.
3: I'm <laughs> too afraid to show her face on camera.
4: I hope the son of a b- rots in hell. I hope that he gets <laughs>
3: the first victim was 35 year old Paul Yaw. His
0: mother says investigators gave her some details.
2: He was walking with somebody.
0: And- I don't want to make fun of the dead, but his name's his name's Paul. Paul. Paul Yaw.
1: A uh, really close f- uh, family friend to Paul Wall, the uh, rapper.
0: <laughs> right, dude. Like, what?
1: It was like oh, an Elton John oh. thing. That's how he got his name. Oh, my God. All right.
2: And <laughs> the person turned towards him or faced him, whatever, and shot him multiple times.
3: All of it, leaving a community in fear.
1: Everybody's on edge lately because now people are just afraid of coming outside.
3: Stockton police tell us they're increasing patrols in the area with more officers working late night and early morning hours. The ATF and the FBI are also assisting with the investigation, and now there is a $95,000 reward for information leading to an arrest.
0: Nora? This isn't a serial killer. This is just five murders.
1: Yeah.
4: Dallas county sheriff's okay. deputy?
0: Hold on. There we go. Yeah, dude. This is just five murders, dude.
1: It's, uh... They got a real shoddy case on this being the same person. They're going to catch some random guy that shot one person. He's getting charged for all of these, and they're calling it a rap.
0: Yeah, dude. Everything on that, everything on that video was like nothing was a sure thing. Like nothing that they reported. Not one thing. The,
1: the only similarities that any of these people had were that they weren't robbed.
0: Yeah, they were shot. That was it. Like what? He didn't. He didn't take like a souvenir or anything. It's not a serial killer, dude. Fucking stupid.
1: that no, could just be a bunch of random killings. I. I mean, maybe we should be fucking detectives, dude. I think we're doing a better job than these guys are. Yeah. Like we've had nine seconds to like watch this video and be like, "Yeah, that's all fucked up."
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. None of that makes any sense. You guys are retarded. Round Peter just PIs. Doing it. Fucking. Uh... God, we deserve to get paid for this. Do we want to talk about do we want to talk about the Florida teen dying in a stolen Maserati or 125 people killed in a stampede? Yeah, it uh,
1: sounds like it's the same day. I was hoping you were gonna be like, trick question. It's the same
0: story. Welcome to Florida. We'll go with this one first. This is in Florida.
4: Pinellas County Sheriff's deputies were already in the area with their helicopter and ground crews on another unrelated auto-burglary call when their pilots noticed three teens on the south side of 62nd Avenue North walking eastbound around 3.30 Sunday morning. The sheriff's office says the teens kept walking until arriving at 28th Street, where a 2016 Maserati was parked outside a home. Sheriff Goultieri says a 15-year-old teen was seen walking up to the vehicle to check if it was open.
3: And he used Uh, a shirt to open the door handle of the car.
4: The team discovered the Maserati was unlocked with the keys inside. That's when the sheriff says the team decided to take it for a drive, along with a 15-year-old and 16-year-old passenger. The The team driver pulled out of the driveway with no lights on and took off onto 62nd Avenue North. Deputies on the ground spotted the vehicle turning on their overhead lights, but that's when the sheriff said the team (coughs) driver pushed the gas, going an estimated 80 miles per hour. In a 35-mile-per-hour speed zone. The sheriff says deputies don't pursue for stolen cars, so helicopter pilots kept following the vehicle from the sky.
3: The car starts fishtailing all over the road. He had no control over the car uh, at that point. The car runs up over the curb, runs across the uh, sign of the business behind me. The car flips.
4: The teens were all Pinellas County School students. Sheriff Terry says they snuck out of their home. But it wasn't their first time. Nearly a month ago, they got in trouble by the Kennett City Police Department for walking in a residential area at four in the morning, wearing all black clothes with their faces covered.
3: These kids were on that bad path of what we see with these kids time and again is they're out in the middle of the night they're looking for cars to break into they're looking for cars to steal and these are again crimes of opportunity.
4: The sheriff's office says they have video of the team speeding in that vehicle. They will release that footage in the coming days. Reporting in Pinellas County. Annie Matt 8 on your side.
0: Dude, how how fast do you have to be going to make a Maserati look like that? I know. I mean, maybe Jesus Christ, dude.
1: For to be able to flip after hopping a curb, man. Like Jesus.
0: Yeah. What's crazy is that's that's what that's what Miles Garrett could have looked like last.
1: I was just gonna say Miles Garrett would have probably just hopped out of that, no problem. <laughs> He's
0: a fucking I don't know. dude, it showed me uh, it showed me how sturdy Porsches are. Tell you that because he yeah. fl- he flipped that thing three times, and it just looked like he got in a bad accident. Like it didn't look like it was flipped. Like you the-
1: remember. Uh- do you remember Rocky four where uh, Apollo Creed's old trainer becomes Rocky's new trainer? Yeah. And like he hits Ivan Drago and he bleeds. And then the coach is like, see, he's not a machine. He's a man. That's what I thought when I saw that post game interview or the, yeah, not the post game interview, the, uh, the press conference earlier this week where Miles Garrett's like, I was like a little swollen and it was kind of bloodshot. Yeah. Like son of a bitch. He is human, man. I, I didn't think he was. I got to be honest with
0: you. But
1: I, I guess it takes a, a Porsche to flip to actually do anything to Miles Garrett.
0: Yeah, man. It was that was it was crazy. I mean, that's it, it's just weird that uh, he didn't have any broken bones or anything like.
1: No, but the the media crucified the guy like he was doing some ridiculous speed like they acted like him yeah. having speeding tickets was was just such a criminal record man
0: no but it is like uh it is like something i don't know if the team talked to him about it before but it is something the team should have addressed with him yeah probably a a while back like after it happened multiple times where he got speeding tickets going really fast (laughs) yeah um I, i don't know it's i don't think it's the team's fault or anything but like no nor do i
1: think it's the end of the world
0: yeah. No, but uh he like he said it was a wake up call for him that I Ben, Yeah. Try to not see what my Porsche can do every time I take it out. Maybe <laughs> uh well this is the uh last story I have. This is from uh Indonesia. This is from CBS evening news. This just happened.
2: At least 125 people were killed in a stampede following a soccer game in Indonesia. The tragedy occurred after a game between two teams on the island of Java. Fans in Milan rushed the field after the team lost the match. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer has more. Fans furious that their team, Arima, had lost, poured onto the field at Kanjurahan Stadium in eastern Java and then mayhem as police chased them with batons and tear gas, which is banned indoors under international rules. Some fans attacked a police vehicle, and there was a deadly surge for the exits. Those who could help the injured outdoors to ambulances, but 34 people were trampled to death in the stadium. The rest died in the hospital. Muhammad Rian Dwi Kayono survived with a broken arm, telling reporters there was tear gas everywhere. The cleanup after one of the deadliest soccer disasters ever included cars burned out when rioting spread before the violence subsided. As families waited outside the morgue, Pope Francis offered prayers for the victims at his weekly blessing. Funerals have already begun. This one for two brothers, just fourteen and fifteen.
0: I guess it didn't just happen today, but that's fucking.
1: Nevertheless, weird. good God.
0: Yeah, that is. Can crazy.
1: you imagine what would have happened if their election was stolen,
0: dude? That is nuts. Yeah. Um, oh my God. I don't know. Like we've we've seen riots in the United States for uh, sporting events, but I don't think anybody's ever died from one no
1: 125 people holy yeah. shit
0: insane well a lot of it is to do with the fucking police response that where they they fucking shot tear gas indoors so yeah they
1: basically were committing human rights violations <laughs> yeah and on a soccer
0: field I mean, what are you going to do? Everybody takes off at the same time.
1: I imagine those soccer players, though, like right after that loss, they were like, this is the worst thing that could happen on this field tonight. And then like 125 <laughs> people were killed. And they were like, all right, yeah. it wasn't so bad for us.
0: Yeah, it got a lot worse.
1: It's uh, We were not the assholes today.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think anything like that would ever happen here. Um, just because I don't think our police would ever have that response. But <laughs> you never now, know.
1: And that's saying something, you know what I mean? Like I'm not normally on the team of the police tend to handle things well, but I don't think it would be that bad.
0: Yeah, and I'm not on the side of uh and I'm not on the side of soccer sucks or anything, but uh That's a good point too. Can we admit the rest of the world is a little too obsessed with soccer? <laughs> it's like this is like yeah. I mean, this isn't the first time they've had riots where people have died over a soccer match. They've had them over cricket matches before. Uh it's it's just some people, I guess when it uh when it comes to like like fucking city versus city in other countries, it's like a huge like almost like a gang war kind of
1: thing, dude. It's what it turns into apparently, man. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Why is it that Americans don't really dig soccer? I mean, I don't dig soccer. Yeah. I am an American, so it's just hard for me to fathom. Like, who's out there really about it with soccer?
0: Yeah, I mean, we're we're like that with football, but we're not like we don't have like gangs that go to football games to fight the other team's gangs. No, you know, no. like that's. We've had, like, <laughs> if
1: anything, we've had like more. <laughs> aggression towards our own
0: team than
1: other people's yeah. teams like that, shit, so.
0: that shit legit happens in england and shit like <laughs> it's crazy dude it's it's nuts people yeah. get
1: so aggro about it and i'm like this is the like least macho sport to be this aggro about i just don't understand it
0: yeah they have a uh, they have fucking gangs of chimney sweeps they come in and fucking fight <laughs> each other, dude. Yeah, if anyone
1: gets too hurt, they have to open up their umbrella and life flight them off the field. <laughs>
0: yeah, a bunch of dudes from Train Spotting <laughs> running around hitting each other and shit. As uh, long as everything's
1: fine, as long as you don't interrupt the Arctic Monkeys from playing the intros and stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, what happened to Patrick Mahomes?
1: Did something happen? I Patrick Mahomes. I was unaware.
0: Um, family is sparking a bit of controversy. Um, oh, shit. Patrick Mahomes is starting to go through the Baker shit.
1: <laughs> oh, his wife's just being obnoxious.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, the Kansas City Star uh, tweeted, he's a great quarterback, sure, but he only cares about how he looks, not his team. Uh, an opinion from the Kansas City an opinion piece from the Kansas City Star and his wife retweeted it, or quote retweeted it and said y'all are extremely ignorant for this Kansas City doesn't do this to its people, what a joke you guys are yeah. oh
1: yeah that'll that'll show them
0: yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so like there's people now like going at her like do you not realize that wasn't even written by the Kansas City Star? That was just that uh, sent to them by someone? Like, yeah, dude, just tell your wives not to fucking
1: tweet. Don't, don't I mean, tweet about the football stuff. Don't put opinions out there. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. You say whatever battle. you want about anything else you want, just don't say anything about NFL shit because that's my job. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, dude, it's just as bad as whenever like uh RG Three or Colt McCoy, like their fathers would get involved and in shit or OBJ. I was just gonna say yeah. OBJ's <laughs> father
1: got involved.
0: Uh yeah. This- Mind
1: you, OBJ's father kinda had a point a lot, but still.
0: Yeah. Um I think I think last year um us playing Baker Mayfield whenever he was injured just like completely ruined Baker Mayfield's career I, I really do like I think it, I agree it shot his confidence so much that like he just doesn't doesn't have it like he like he did man
1: no he can't sink his brain with the state that his arm is in because he yeah. did so much to try to like compensate for that injury now he doesn't know how to like go back
0: yeah. And you can see in his footwork, his footwork shows it. It happens happens far too often in the NFL. It happened to Tim Couch. I mean, that's that's ended Tim Couch's career. It was a shoulder injury.
1: Um, I'm curious if Baker will ever get back to his only good season, but that's hard to say because he only really had a good season.
0: I mean, it could be that he ends up going to like a third destination and ends up being good for that team because – He's a What's year because he's like a year removed from the injury or whatever because um, um, Drew Brees was like two years from the shoulder injury. Like San Diego got rid of him because they thought he was never going to be the same again, <laughs> and they drafted Philip Rivers. So, well, that's
1: kind of what I said when he got his injury. I was like, there's two ways this could go. You know what I mean? This yeah. he might never recover. He might bounce back and be amazing. It's, it's hard to tell, but yeah, his attitude is attitudes what really costs him more than anything, I think,
0: yeah, yeah, let's turn it into a football podcast um <laughs> well we got no, something
1: we, we need something to talk about it since the Browns lost,
0: but yeah, we're still in first place.
1: <laughs> That's all we needed to talk about
0: <laughs> um, yeah, dude this thing with the roast battle man that shocked me yesterday. I was also surprised. I mean, <laughs> it's like, damn! I got to write fucking twelve more jokes now. Sweet. The race is
1: on, though. Like, I don't yeah, know, man. I-
0: you got to write yeah. six about you and six about Drew by fucking Friday or Saturday. Um, pretty
1: much, man. I mean, yeah.
0: I don't know about yeah, you. Dude. I I find that like, like, yeah. There's certain. There's certain like quick-hitting information jokes that you can do in a roast. Um, But anything with any kind of needed context isn't going to work. So I think the best jokes to me, roast jokes to me, are just, like, picturing the person in your head and just thinking of what your first thought would be if you just met them for the first time. You know, like, and Uh, then... Like that's that's what I think. Like initial observations are the jokes that work the best, and the most absurd, the better. <laughs> like it's,
1: it depends. Like I almost, I I try to like it mix them both in. Yeah. Um, the context ones you kind of have to limit yourself to if you can supply that little bit of context in like six words. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, oh, this person is a former military like this person is this or this person you could say that and then do your joke and if it's good enough of a joke with just that little bit of context you can get away with it but yeah otherwise yeah you you really don't you don't have an audience like as many people that are there that know the person you're roasting um there's way more that don't and you're, you're trying to get the entire audience to laugh not just the people that know that person
0: yeah yeah, I think like I think I I think it's just like your first couple jokes <clears throat> have to be like one or two liners and once they hit you can be ba- once your first like two jokes hit you can basically do anything with it because the crowd's with you.
1: It's this, like, yeah, it's just like stand up. I mean, yeah, if, you, if you can get the crowd on your side, you can get away with a lot more.
0: Yeah, they're expecting you to be funny by that point. So it's like Dan
1: Myers, he, he really threw me off with the last one because I, I had <laughs> yeah. a joke prepared for yeah. Daniel Myers to go long winded. And mind you, for anybody that doesn't know, Daniel Myers decided to make a very well funded poster of an MMA fight advertisement at the Winchester in Lakewood for the day after the roast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Blood dude. Blood
1: feud too, with a picture of him versus my girlfriend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And I thought amazing. <laughs> and I thought that I thought for sure that he was going to do a long joke about it to start.
1: Oh, we all did. And then he hit. I even said that. it at the beginning of the roast battle. I even said when uh, Chris Pogg asked who wanted to go first, I was like, I think you and I both know Daniel should go first. <laughs> <laughs> expecting uh, a very long-winded joke, so yeah. naturally, I had a joke prepared for a long-winded
0: call out and uh yeah and then i, I had to call hit, an audible just hit you with the one-liner
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had to call an audible and uh, uh save that and luckily he did go long-winded one of those jokes so yeah. that joke did come in handy but still on un- a very unpredictable you'll never know what daniel myers is gonna do
0: yeah yeah dude uh <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fun man um I am nervous about, Drew Giggis is hard to write for, dude. I was trying to think about him today, and I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was, I was trying to think about it today, and I couldn't fucking think of any. But I don't know. Maybe tomorrow I'll focus on writing roast jokes.
1: I, uh, I've, got, oh. I've got some for Drew. It's, I just wasn't expecting to have to uh, double up.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's that's tough. So, if you beat Drew, then, oh, yeah, it's me and you. If you beat Drew and I beat Dan. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I got to write jokes for you and and Drew. I, I have, like, two for you, but. Uh, I've still
1: got some from the first time we ever roasted.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I, didn't fucking, I scrapped all those. Fuck those jokes. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I fucking heard something today um, before we get out of here um, that uh, Louis or uh, Louis Black was on uh, We Might Be Drunk today, and he talked about, I don't know when this was, if it was in like the early, it had to have been in the early 2000s, um, that him and Dave Attell co-headlined a tour for Comedy Central. And Mitch Hepberg was their opener for the tour. Good God! Yeah,
1: talk about getting your money's worth out the show, man. Yeah, that'd be amazing,
0: dude. I think, I think that would be a good movie.
1: Just the tour,
0: <laughs> yeah. Lewis Black and and David because it was when David Attell and Lewis Black were both still drinking.
1: Oh fucking
0: yeah. yeah, dude! Like that would be a good movie. Dude, like nobody's ever made a an actual movie about Mitch Hepburn's life, and I think I think that would be a good way to do it because you wouldn't have to go into all the dark details and shit.
1: Are you really like? Come to think of it, yeah. I guess has anyone really made a lot of like a movie about a comedian, like a biopic? I can't think of any off top.
0: Um, unless there's something like obvious. Yeah. Thinking of yes. Um, um, <clears throat> who was it? Um, I'll think of it, Lenny, Lenny Bruce. Mm.
1: That would make sense. That would make sense.
0: Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of the movie, though. Um, movie. Oh, yeah, it was just called Lenny. It was, uh, uh Dustin Hoffman played Lenny Bruce. That was, but that was fucking 1974. So it was a long time ago.
1: Yes. Yeah, so people just don't do that, really, for the most part.
0: Yeah, they're supposed to be making one for. Uh, it was it was like in the works. I don't know what the fuck happened, but uh, Richard Pryor biopic was being made with with Mike Epps, who Richard Pryor handpicked to play him.
1: That would be amazing.
0: Yeah, and it like fell apart, dude. I don't know what the fuck happened with it, but but yeah, dude. I mean. It needs to be done, and it needs to be done with somebody that is relevant, and I think that's, like, Mitch. I
1: would like to do, I think I would like to do, like, a Rocketman-esque biopic, like, a real fanciful one about Daniel Myers, and it would just be, like, a musical.
0: That'd be really funny. And at the end, you'd be like,
1: oh, shit, he was a comedian. Like, we had no idea. This whole movie, we had no idea what was going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that would be really funny. (laughs) Honestly, dude, I think a biopic. I think a biopic about Mark Maron would be pretty good.
1: Of course, you do.
0: Of well, dude, I mean, know. like the guy. The guy was like, like doing coke with fucking Sam Kennison and and Bill Hicks and shit back in the back in the day out in the parking lot of the Comedy Store. You know, I would like that, to see
1: a Sam Kennison biopic. That'd or just
0: cool. a or just a biopic of. Of the comedy store in those days, like that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Of the days when those guys and like Richard Pryor would just walk in and do sets, and Robin Williams and Jim Carrey, like that'd be awesome.
1: Carlin, Carlin would be a good, a good yeah.
0: uh, obvious one. I mean, the doc um, about him is fucking awesome, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, or
1: uh, Don Rickles. I think Don Rickles would be one of my favorite ones to see.
0: Yeah, him, like, roasting the president and shit. Yeah, dude, that'd yeah. be sweet. Yeah. All right, man, you got anything to promote coming up this week? Fuck yeah. The uh, Oh, the, other the, than the roast battle and the and the Bill Baranke?
1: Obviously. Stuff. Obviously the roast battle. The uh, Giaga Theater, October 7th. Uh, Jason Moliterno is going to be featuring for Bill Bronchi, And uh, that'll be dope. Frank's Place on Market, uh, October 10th. Bill Squire is going to be there. That's going to be a super dope lineup. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that might be all i really got going on for a little bit there. Hopefully the roast battle continues. We'll see. Yeah. Um, All the way up to the Rubber City Fest or the uh, Cleveland Comedy Fest. That's going to be hard not to keep saying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've done it a couple times. (laughs) I'm going to do it a million times. (laughs) Um, I have have the roast battle as well this Saturday, obviously. Um, I have a show at a... I think it's called Clark Bar and Clark PA um, with Tim Wolf and somebody else. I don't know. Not too sure about that one. And uh, But, no, Tim said it was a good show, and I trust him. Um, and then uh, Michigan, what's that? Oh, no, that's when we're going to drive to Michigan. Nobody needs to know about that. And uh, <laughs> um, November 2nd. Through the fifth, Brandon forgot to mention we're both part of the Cleveland Comedy Festival. Oh no, you didn't mention it. You just mentioned that. It with, the, with the roast battle. Um yeah. yeah there's
1: other it, parts to the festival too. It's yeah. not just the roast battle.
0: Get your tickets to that. Um, it's gonna be incredible. You can get a fest pass for eighty bucks. There's it's so different.
1: many good people on this show. Yeah. Or on all of the shows, I should say.
0: Yeah, it covers all the shows. I think Brian Kenny's headlining in one. Um was Rob Ward on it? Ian Fidance is on it. Ian Fidance, Blair Sochi. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great festival, though. Um, the All Saints shows will be fun, too. Those shows are always fun. Uh, All, like The venues
1: for this are great.
0: Yeah. And the LBT open mics are going to be epic.
1: Yeah, it's going to be wild. I can't Jimmy,
0: wait. Jimmy might need somebody to sub in for him like halfway through because it's going to be like a three-hour mic. Oh, later. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I got
1: to host a festival, Mike, at LVT one time, dude. It is a good time, and like the <laughs> yeah. audiences are the greatest audiences you will ever have at LVT.
0: Hell yeah! All right, man. We'll get out of here. Brown Petri Dish is created by John Brown and Brandon Petri. Logo designed by Brian Gallagher. Music by Jared Bailey. Audio version of the podcast is produced and edited by John Brown. Video YouTube version produced and edited by Harrison Poole.